The end of a relationship can be hard. But even more difficult would be the road to climb if, after every breakup, the person you were involved with died. What would that say about you, the suspicion that would be put upon you? How would it make you feel if you felt yourself were innocent? Are you the one, are you, are you the common thread here? Is someone punishing those that you care about? Are you the killer? And we explore that with, all my exes die after we break up. And so we begin. My first girlfriend, Crystal, died at 16, right after I broke up with her. For a long time, I thought it was just a coincidence. I felt differently when my next girlfriend, Nicole, died right after we broke up a few years later. They both died in odd circumstances. Crystal crashed her car flat sober on a straight road by herself. Nicole drowned in the bathtub after falling asleep. Both were labeled as accidents, and I was never questioned by police, but plenty of people around town talked and wondered if I was the curse. I wondered the same. Then I moved away. The military took me all the way across the country, and I was happy. I fell in love with a girl named Katie. Everything was good until I went to a cousin's wedding out on town, on town by myself. The drinks flowed, too many, and I lost control. I got in deep with a girl there, and I thought I was just too hot to not talk to, and kept drinking with. And we ended up back in my hotel room, and I was too drunk to stop. And we had sex, and she stayed the night with me. I woke up with an instant sinking feeling of regret. I also woke up alone, but the girl whose name I couldn't even remember was in the bathroom. She was crying. I listened to her weep uncontrollably for a few moments, unsure of what to do. The girl from the night before was there with a shard of broken mirror in her grasp. I begged her not to hurt herself, but she screamed back at me that she loved her boyfriend and she couldn't believe what she had done and wanted to die. Then she inexplicably started saying a name I hadn't heard in years. Holly Eve. Hearing that name reached into the darkest recesses of my brain. Holly Eve was a dirt poor girl in my fifth grade class, homely. She was teased and someone who received no interest to someone anyone wanted to date. Instead, she was just mocked. We went too far. Someone dared me to ask her out and pretended to be her boyfriend for a week. And I agreed to do it, trying to impress my peers. Holly Eve seemed to have no idea that the thing was a farce. She held my hand in the schoolyard and didn't seem to even see that the other kids were snickering the whole time. The worst part is I could feel this. she was sweet and genuine during our time together. She was a nice person. I had to get out of it. I had, to, I had my friend break up with her on a few days into the spoof relationship. Holly Eve was crushed. I felt horrible and she never made eye contact with me again. One day after recess, I came back to my desk and found a piece of paper with burnt ends and found an endless abyss of vulgar and dark words scrawled all over it in black ink and pentagrams. I tried to decipher what was it specifically all meant, but I couldn't. It just said awful things. Embarrassed and guilty, I never told anyone about it or confronted Holly Eve about it. Holly Eve moved away at the end of that school year. One of the girls in the class said she lived near her and thought her parents were deep in the occult. Witches, spells, and all that kind of stuff. And I figured it was all bullshit. It wasn't until I heard the woman in the bathroom screaming out her name that all those scrawled words of hate and love and darkness on the birth paper Holly Eve left on my desk came back into my head. That dark little girl must have cursed me and any lover that left me. Holly Eve, the word spat out of my one-night stand in the bathroom and snatched me out of my memory drive. The Then the woman took that shard of glass and ferociously sliced both of her wrists before I could even try to do anything. The girl from the wedding ended up living and she explained to everyone that she, what she did. 
she did herself and wanted to cover up for me being there to protect her own relationship. So I got lucky and no one ever found out. I know what you're thinking now, though, and please don't. The girl later died after her wounds were infected from the gashes. The curse was still alive. I had an easy solution to it all. I was going to marry Katie and stay with her forever. I proposed, and she was a bit thrown off by the haste, but she said yes. Everything was going well. We kept going through the motions of love and prep and slow planning our wedding. I wasn't in any particular hurry. Then I came home one day, and our wedding ring was resting. My wedding ring was resting on the kitchen counter with a note that she was leaving me no particular reason given. She said in the note that she had to stay away from me for a week so she could be clear of mind. There was no way I could make that happen. And I was racing a clock. I was waiting to hear that she had died every second as I drove around trying to get into any place that she could be. I found her at her sister's house and after hours of pleading and explaining that her safety was in serious question, she finally came out and talked to me in the yard. I explained everything and I watched her face convey what she now that she now regretted every single second of her relationship. And then she walked inside. Weeks went out with them, went without much sleep. I just kept thinking that I was soon going to be invited to her funeral in order to fit be some sort of circumstance where people thought I might have done it to her. She showed up in the middle of the night one night with a knock at my door, and I let her in, so happy to see her alive and breathing. She explained that she nearly died in three separate freak accidents since she left me. She believed in the cursed. She believed and she felt it inside her. She had suicidal thoughts she had never even imagined before. We had to be together, and the wedding was back on. Now you're probably wondering, why did that dark little girl who I fucked with back in fifth grade do something that ultimately won me back the love of my life? Wasn't she now going to kill Katie or something? The thing is, my time away from Katie made me realize that I didn't love her. I didn't really miss her and enjoyed my time alone. I thought about my previous deep, dearly departed partners, and I thought I loved them more than her, and I dreamed of a relationship that would truly bring it all together for me. I was cursed with a fake love forever. Or I had to be okay with Katie dying. So the fake relationship I pranked on that poor girl in the fifth grade meant I was going to be stuck in a fake relationship for the rest of my life. Well played, Holly Eve. And so we're left with a situation where we think that he's about to lose his love, but the thing he did as a cruel child basically led to the mirror of what he got punished with. Fairness, we could argue that hurt feelings can lead to need to lead to the deaths of so many. Um, but as someone who's taught in schools, both uh, older children and you know college age, as well as being around, you know, helping with like elementary age kids and people that portray this age here, there's a cruelty that can go beyond what we really are willing to accept sometimes. And what they did to Holly Eve could have led to a lot worse. So I, I don't believe that an eye for an eye is necessarily the thing I would say here, but in stories like this, I feel a little less bad for the protagonist for being an asshole, though a kid asshole is still a kid, so that's where I'm torn. Where do you guys sit on this? And look forward to your opinions, and as always, thanks and take care.